Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. We are at KERV AM 1230 uh, Revolution Broadcasting today and we have been talking about Mission Impossible, now possible with Christ. Did you know that you were created to do the impossible? You were created to walk in the realm of the miraculous? You have been given water, walking, mountain, moving, faith, and ability. I, I want to be courageous like Peter who stepped out on the water, but I, I don't want to sink. I want to keep walking. <laughs> you got to keep your eyes on Christ. The key is keep your eyes on the Lord when you're walking on the water or when you're out there in the realm of the impossible and you know this cannot be done in the natural. You can't fix it. You can't do it. You keep your eyes on Christ. As long as you know that's what he told you to do, it lines up with the word of God. You just get out there and begin to move and, and look and see what God will do. You know, the Bible says that... Uh, if you say into this mountain, whosoever says in this mountain, be thou removed and cast in the sea and doubt not in his heart, but believes that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Mark eleven twenty three and 24, I believe. I'm really bad about, I'm going to tell you a secret. I learn and memorize scriptures, but I forget to memorize the address. And so I kind of, that's where I kind of flounder. But I believe that's Mark eleven twenty three and 24. Well, that was added later by men. So the yeah. important part is what yeah. you've got. The actual words. That's exactly right. So I'm all the time, where is that at? Where is that? Hey, did you know that you can go to Google and you can press that little microphone? You say, um, be thou removed and cast in the sea verse. It'll give it to you that quick. It is my new best friend. I love it when I'm preparing messages and stuff. I'm like, hey, that is so good. It just pops it up right there. It's amazing what technology can do, and I can only operate a little bit, but what little bit I can, I'm trying to do. So, hey, you might be facing overwhelming odds. (laughs) Okay, I've got to tell y'all a secret. (laughs) Harley told me that I say hey a lot. Hey, I don't believe that. Hey, I I just don't get that. So I'm going to try to eliminate that a little bit, but now y'all can start counting from this moment and see how many times I say it through the rest of the broadcast. <laughs> so funny. All right. You'll, be, you'll face overwhelming odds. You'll be incredibly outnumbered. Fear would be your natural inclination, but keep in mind God is with you. James McDonald, we talked about that uh, in the earlier broadcast or the first part of the broadcast. Now, I, almost, I also promised you that we were going to uh, have a true story about a teenage champion, a miracle. Uh, David Hott, H-A-I-G-H-T, I guess that's how you say it. He said, don't be discouraged at seemingly overwhelming odds in your desire to live and to help others live God's commandments. It, at times, it may seem like David trying to fight Goliath. But remember... David did win. Do y'all remember the story in 1 Samuel 17 about David and Goliath? Israel is on a mountain on one side, and their, their army's standing there. On the other side, of the, is a, the Philistines are standing on a mountain, and in between them is this valley, and they're faced off. And here comes this giant named Goliath. Now, you may have faced a lot of things. Maybe if you used to be a fighter when you were a kid, I bet you never faced anything like this. He was nine foot nine inches tall. That's a big dude. He was clothed with scaled body armor, 126 pounds. He carried around armor that was 126 pounds. And he taunted the, for 40 days and night, morning and night, he would go out there and he'd taunt them. 
and you know send somebody out to fight me you're just dogs and uh, all the men fled from him they were so scared of him they were dreadfully afraid is what the scripture says but here's what was going to be given to the one that would defeat this giant named goliath great riches the king's daughter a house no taxes that's a good one right there to whoever kills goliath so david he's just a young boy he said who is this uncircumcised philistine that he would defy the armies of the living god he's only going out there to feed his brothers his dad's sending his big him to go out there to feed his big brothers because david just watches over the sheep and he plays his harp and he sings to god well he gets there and he he hears this big old giant taunting him you know that's just what the devil does he'll taunt you you can't do it you're no good you're worthless how dare you think you can come up out of this how dare you think god has anything for you i mean he just taunts you but david stood up and he was about some say 12 others say 15 somewhere in that uh, time frame he says who is this uncircumcised philistine in other words this uncircumcised Philistine is not in covenant with God. He didn't have a covenant relationship with God like the Israelites. And he's standing there, little David is standing there dumbfounded because the people that have God on their side, the God of all heaven and earth, the master of the host of heaven, the angel armies, they're all standing over there cowering and shaking in their boots. And here's this big uh, one giant standing up named Goliath, nine foot nine inches tall taunting the ones who has god on their side and he stands and says, who is this uncircumcised philistine that he should defy the armies of the living god and david's little brother david's brothers began to belittle david and said you're just here because of pride you're just here to see what's going on in the battle because they were embarrassed because their little brother stood up you know it doesn't matter you may be two or 102 you can do the impossible. Did you know I saw this uh, video on Fox News the other day? And, yeah, yesterday, in fact. It was about two little boys, twin boys. And they had the, you know how parents have the little cameras in their room? Well, the, uh, the two little boys are in there. And the uh, chest, looks like a chest of drawers, falls over on one of the little twins. And he's pinned under there. And the other, his little twin brother is walking around looking at the situation. You can see he's figuring out there's something wrong here. What am I going to do? And he gets over there and he picks that thing up where his little brother can get out. He's two years old. I mean, to have the, the, the understanding to do that at two years old and to go rescue your, your brother and, and pick strength. that. Yeah, the strength to do it and to pick that thing up. I mean, you could be two or 102. You just need to get in there and say, hey, is there not a cause? Is there not a reason I should rise up? And I should take authority over this thing in my life. I'm not going to let that bottle of alcohol tell me what to do. I'm not going to let those cigarettes be in control of me. I'm not going to let this depression or whatever it may be. You can rise up through the power of Christ. You can say, who is this uncircumcised thing? Who is this Philistine who's not in covenant with God? Because listen, if you've got a relationship with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ, you can do anything. And if you don't right now, it is so simple. It's religion that makes it hard. You just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I confess that you are Lord of my life. Change me. Make me brand new. Direct me and show me what to do. Just pray something from your heart like that. And I'm telling you what, God will meet you at your word. And if you've done that, I invite you to call our prayer line. It's a toll-free number at 866-241-0579. We want to pray for you. We want to minister to you. So I love this. Here's, here's this little David. He's standing there. And he sees that there is a problem. 
and he didn't go hide. He decided he could do something about it. You know, sometimes that's what we do. We hide. <laughs> we, we get in fear and we hide and we say, oh, no, like the ostrich with their head in the sand. Oh, no, there's not a problem. There's not a problem. There's not a problem. There's not a problem. Yes, there's a problem. Rise up. Get your head out of the sand and say, okay, what can I do through Christ? Because you were created to walk in, in the miraculous. You were created to walk on the water, to move mountains. Hallelujah. Praise God. So David gets up and he says, is there not a cause? Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. I love the tenacity and the, the courage of this 12 to 15 year old little boy. Number one, isn't it great whenever a young person stands up in God? If you're listening today and you may say, I'm just a teenager, I can't do anything. Oh, you can, you can turn the world around. You can turn the world around. doesn't matter how old you are. So Saul said to him, you're not able. You can't do this. You're just a kid. You're just a youth. Goliath, Goliath is a man of war from his youth. In other words, he's got all the experience. He's got all the weapons. He's got all the training. And he's been, he's been doing this his entire life. He's got the experience. And you're just a kid. Well, that would seem a little overwhelming to me. He had experience, but no power. That's right. He didn't have the power of Almighty God. That's right. He had his own power. Right. And, but, you know, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And so he was telling Saul's like, no, you can't do this. You're not able. You're just a youth. David said, I killed a lion and I killed a bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. I'm like, go, David, go, go. He just, you know, he was out there watching the sheep, which was like the, the lowest menial thing to do. He's out there watching his father's sheep, and uh, he's not getting any recognition. Nobody knows what he's doing, but he's out there singing songs to God. He's praising and fellowshipping with God, and he's getting stronger in his faith. He's getting stronger in his walk with God, his relationship with God, and he's just singing love songs to the Lord, and God is ministering to him. And a lion comes. He slays the lion. A bear comes. He slays the bear. And so I would, you know, that makes sense to me. If I could stand up to a lion and a bear, who would this uncircumcised Philistine? At least he doesn't have claws and fangs, you know. That's my thinking. And so this kid, he's ready. He is ready to take it on. He is ready to do it. He's not going to stand there and let the entire nation be humiliated and run in the ground by these uncircumcised people that don't have a relationship with God. These people tell them what to do and to destroy them. So he rises up. The same God who delivered me from the lion and the bear will deliver me from him. And then he, they, you know, you tell the story. Saul tries to put his armor on there, this big old heavy armor, you know, for him to go out. This is a shepherd boy. He has not been experienced using that type of armor. He's not used it. He's not been trained with it. So he says, I've got a slingshot and five smooth stones. Can you imagine <laughs> what Goliath thought? When here comes this little boy out there with his slingshot and his stones. In fact, Goliath began to belittle, belittle him and say, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? That you'd send this kid out here? And he cursed David by his gods. And he said, I will feed your flesh to the birds and the beasts. Mm. Boy, that was like the, best, the last words he said. Because here comes David. He said, you come to me with a sword and with a spear. 
and with a javelin. Just see him out there. I see little David. He's out there, and he's got this javelin. Probably, I mean, uh, Goliath's got this javelin. It's huge, and he's got this spear, and he's got this huge sword, and he's got this armor, and he's daunting, and he's big. And here comes little David. Here comes little David with that slingshot, and he says, "You come with me to to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you. Listen, this is key." In the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. He knew what his, where his power came from. We need to know where our power comes from. It comes from the Lord. The power to change your life, the life-changing power comes from the Lord. Not just your willpower, not just your determination. That will only take you so far. But your power comes from the Lord. He said, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I mean, he was just, he was full of faith, wasn't he? (laughs) He was ready. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. I love that. I'm going to strike you down and take your head from you. With what? A slingshot and a stone. (laughs) What a powerful um, symbol to us. It doesn't matter how weak we may be what we have or don't have if you are doing what the lord has told you to do and you step out it may there may be giants you may be facing and i've had to face down some giants in my life and some pretty big ones and some of them didn't fall right away but you know what god gave me the grace to keep using the sword of his word his word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword and it divides asunder between the between the spirit and the soul and his word shall not return void it will accomplish that which it is sent out to do so sending out that word of god sending out you know by uh i can do all things through christ who strengthens me it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit saith the lord and just sending out those things those giants begin to fall the giants in my life begin to fall do i still have things i'm facing absolutely because I'm still breathing on this earth. You will never be so uh, mighty and, and all that that you aren't fa- won't face things in this earth. In this world, you will have tribulations. But what did Jesus say? Be a good cheer. I've overcome them all. So here's little David. He says, I am going to take your head off. <laughs> I love it. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines, not just Goliath, but to the whole camp, to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that Here's why. That all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Not that all in the earth would know that there's a David. He wasn't taking the glory for himself. He wanted to make a name for God. He wanted God to be made famous in their sight, in their eyes. He said that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword or spear. For the battle is the Lord and he will give it into your hands. There is a specific battle plan that God will give you. He will give you the strategy. He will not let you just flounder if you will ask him. He will show you the way out. He will help you. He will give you. He is so good about giving specific instructions. You know, I was praying and and asking, okay, what do you want to do in this radio program? And how do I do this? Because, you know, as I've said before, this is all new. And so it's a whole different dynamic than the TV program that I do. And I kind of get lost and I kind of think of it, okay, how do I get out of this? How to come back into the next segment? And, and Harley's probably told me the same thing probably 15 times. And, and he's patient and helping me to get in and out. But I asked the Lord, Lord, what do you want to say? What do you want to do? Because this is a powerful forum. This is an, uh, a way 
to a platform to preach the gospel of Christ. And I believe it's no accident that people are watching. Harley, I believe that God has literally uh, caused the right people to listen and to watch it on Facebook because they need it. Mm-hmm. But this is a powerful forum. But we, you know, I had to ask what word? I mean, there's a whole Bible. Right. Yeah. There's a whole Bible. And believe me, I have tried to preach it all at one time. <laughs> 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 from Genesis to Revelation, so I've tried to do the whole thing. And I've been in a few of those yes, sessions. <laughs> yes, in, in fact, there was a time, this is probably 15, 20 years ago, I was ministering at a retreat of leaders and uh, uh, women leaders, and there was only 12 of us. And Dawn was one of them, and one of the leaders, one of the teachers for the mission ants, which is the girls, young girls class. And we were going to have a retreat to minister, and, and so I started ministering on the tabernacle and the different meaning of the ones. <laughs> it's pretty it was really good (laughs) but at one time i was looking at the ladies yeah we were just going because we had the whole i mean we were out in the middle of nowhere and we had this cabin we didn't have any time frames to be anywhere for that whole weekend so i'm just thinking well we're just going for it we're gonna we're gonna go through the whole tabernacle we're gonna have praise and worship and a couple of times i look over the ladies and they'd be looking at me and be like tilt tilt (laughs) (laughs) when they start falling asleep you know it's time to stop But, you know, I I have tried to pull it back a little bit where I don't try to teach or preach Genesis to Revelations in one setting. Sometimes I don't quite succeed. I just go for it and keep going. But, you know, I don't even know where I was going. So hmm, we'll just run back into something. Well, something that you said a minute ago, (laughs) and I had not ever really thought about it ever, is that David not only came out there and defeated the enemy, but he prophesied over it. And the oh, only way good. that Goliath was going to know that his head was coming off his shoulders was David that's told him, correct. not only <laughs> is this going to happen to you, here's what's going to happen after you're gone. Mm-hmm. You're just the first step, buddy. Mm-hmm. You're not the end all. You're just the first little stepping stone. That is good. He, so he spoke out the vision he had in his heart of the assignment God had for him. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I never thought of it. Yeah, it was. Because they were gonna, the buzzards were going to eat everybody yeah. before the day was out. He had no way of knowing that. <laughs> no. But he spoke it out what was in his heart. Ooh, that's good. That'll preach right there. Okay, I, don't let me get started now. <laughs> but, you know, David, he did that. He said that they may know there is a God in Israel. Not David in Israel, but God. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into my hands. And what did David do? He hurries. The Bible says he hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. He ran toward Goliath. He didn't just creep up on him kind of putting his little toe in the water, you know, just trying to get out in the water. No, he ran, and he took his slingshot and his stones, and he drew back, and he hit him right in the forehead. I mean, took him down just like that, knocked him out, killed him, boom, just like that. And the Bible says that David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. You know, he, he took him out right where it counted, right up here. See, because there, there's something you need to understand when the Bible talks about the head. It's not just the physical head. It's the authority of that thing. It's the power in that thing. So Goliath was the champion for the Philistines. And if he took him down, it meant that whole army, just like you were talking about, Harley, that whole army is coming down. And so I believe it was very... Uh, it was the, the strategic plan of God that he hit him right in the forehead, that he took it symbolically, he took out the head, he took out the authority. And when they saw their giant, their champion fall to the ground, they knew 
that exactly what you were just talking about, that what David said, it's going to happen. And it was going to happen that day. I, I love how God puts things like that. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore, listen to this, David ran and stood over the Philistines, took his sword. Whose sword? The Philistines. Sword. The giant. Mm-hmm. And drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. So David took the very sword, the very weapon of the giant that had come against him and cut off his head. The very thing that was meant to destroy little David and kill him and pierce him through and run him through and kill him is the very thing that he walked over. He took it out and not, he, I mean, the giant's already down. He took his head off symbolically because that thing ain't coming back again. Right. It's done. That thing is that battle is not coming back to me again. It is over. It is done. And he cut off the authority in that thing. Hallelujah. Listen, you can be, you can be a champion. You were created to be a champion. In fact, I think while we're talking today, and those that are listening and those that are watching, I think that the Holy Spirit is stirring up the champion on the inside of you. He's stirring you up out of your fear and pulling you up out of your fear and your hopelessness and your dread and your depression, your anxiety and your worry. He's stirring you up. And he said, come on, come up higher. Get up, get up. I believe the champion is being stirred in our lives because we were called to be champions. That little toddler at two years old, he was a champion that day. When he raised that little that uh, dresser. Uh, dresser off of that his little brother, really that was a champion. He was he delivered his little brother. Well, you and I are called to deliver our brothers, but if we aren't free, how can we deliver somebody else? But God is causing us to realize, I believe in 2017 that we can stand up and we can do great and mighty exploits for God. We can be alive in Christ, alive right? in Christ, because we're in Christ right. and He's in us. So we already have the champion. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't even have to do a lot of power building to yeah. get him there. He's already there. Yeah. And the battle we just is have the to Lord's. Trust him. Yeah. In this story, it said the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. Mm-hmm. Now, but we have to get up and move. David ran towards it. He ran to the battle, not run to the closet and hide. Lay in your bed with your head covered up. Covered up. Mm-hmm. Woe is me. And I've mm-hmm. been there. I've been there. And it didn't get me what I wanted. It didn't take me to the desired place in my life. It was when I got up and said, I can do this thing through Christ. In fact, it is time to reset your mind with the word of God. And we're going to talk about that for just a minute. The Bible says in Philippians 4.13 that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's pretty important for you to know whenever you are facing a battle. That's pretty important for you to get in your spirit and in your mind if you're facing a Goliath. I mean, if you're sitting there going, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, you're going to back down. And that's really what the enemy wants. He wants us to see it as bigger than us, Mm -hmm. that we can't do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like all those little starfish that we were talking about earlier uh, on the shore. You look at them, you say, man, they go on forever. Well, don't look at the starfish. Don't look at your beach. Mm -hmm. Look at your God. And the Bible says, I want, you to, I want you to get this scripture in your spirit. Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's through him. It's through Christ. You know what the word, you know that Christ is not Jesus' last name. People think that. 
It's not. Really, it isn't. I promise you. Christ is his title, the anointed one in his anointing, the Savior, the Messiah. Jesus means he will save, the Savior. So the one who will save and with his anointing, the power of his Holy Spirit is within you. And if it is within you, you can do all things through Christ. I'm hoping this is making sense because that scripture has saved me over and over and over. Whenever I've stood up and, you know, and faced things that I knew was beyond me, beyond my ability, beyond my education, beyond me. And, by, and the Lord say, I told you to do it. You can do it. You can do all things through Christ who trains you. So whenever I start to feel that fear, I'm just real basic. I just say, no, in the name of Jesus, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In the name of Jesus, I bind up that spirit of fear. I take authority over it, and I command it to go. You have no power over me in Jesus' name. And then do what you're called to do. I may do it kind of shaking <laughs> with my knees knocking a few times. But you know what? We're going to get it done because God said to do it. Reset your mind. If you reset your mind with the word of God, it will reset your life. It resets your mind and your thinking. It resets your emotions. It resets your words. And it resets your life. And it starts a chain reaction of things because of the word of God. I love it. Now, the word of the week is can do. That's a Greek word. And it means you have the force. You are able. You are, you can prevail. Be of strength. Be whole. Powerful. It means to have strength to overcome. To be strong in body, to be robust, to be in sound health, to have power as shown by the extraordinary deeds to be able, can. Listen, you need a can-do attitude because the can-do attitude didn't come from some book on self-help. It came from the Bible. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can believe it. You can walk in it. You can experience, hallelujah, that God, through him, you can do all things. Praise God. I'm so glad that you've been listening today to the Be Free program. I am your host, Loretta Roschke, and it's an honor to have you today. I want you to go to our prayer line at 866-241-0579 and connect with us at lueda.org. We would love to hear from you and also i want you to know about some upcoming events on january the 17th and we are going to have a prayer meeting at zion lutheran church at 6 p.m to pray for our nation and the inauguration and on february 4th at a glow international impact church i am going to be uh, speaking and ministering the word and leading worship and it starts at 10 a.m again that's january the 17th zion lutheran church prayer meeting all the community is invited and then on february the 4th at 10 a.m women's aglow internet excuse me aglow international is for men or women and i will be preaching and leading worship we would love to have you there i believe that god would minister to you it's such a joy to get to come and be with you every week and to share god's amazing word okay